the Because of Summer Camp podcast, unearthing the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. Come find our show notes at camphacker.tv. Hello and welcome to our show. This is Because of Summer Camp, episode 3, recorded on the 13th of February, 2014. Today's topic, Camp Teaches Kids the Value of Community, with guest Natasha Dunn. If you would like easy, automatic, free updates of our podcast, you can subscribe in iTunes or use the free Stitcher app. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Because of Camp show, where we look to unearth the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. I'm Matt Hansberger, and at camp, they call me Iskis. And I'm Ian Patton, and at camp, they call me Array. Today, joining us, we have Natasha Dunn, or Plinko. Welcome, Plinko. How are you today? I'm great, thanks, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thanks. It's been a good day today, and I'm really excited for the show. Awesome. How are you doing, Ray? I'm doing excellently, thank you. I've had an excellent day. Life's all good. Nice sunny day here. A little bit chilly, but you know, <laughs> who can complain for February? That's true. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> Forgot about that. Am I in trouble yet? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Plinko, thanks again for joining us for the show. Would you mind uh, sharing a little bit about yourself and telling the people out there in the cyberspace about yourself? Sure thing. Um, so my name is Natasha Dunn. Uh, I grew up at summer camp. I went to Glenmore, which is in Muskoka, um, for uh, like 20-ish years. Uh, I started going as a kid, um, attended like one and two week sessions in the summer, and then uh, when I got to be 16, I was an LIT, which meant I got to stay at camp for a month, which was awesome. Um, and from there, I just sort of really liked what I saw and got to stay and apply um, for staff later on. Um, and it was just sort of the place that I looked forward to going to every year. Um, I was sort of slept during the school year and woke up in the summer um, and didn't really quite realize that until I got to my adult life that that's how I was living um, each year that went by. Um, and then... Years went by and I sort of figured out, okay, I obviously like working with kids and I like working outside, so I applied to Teachers College. And now I find myself um, doing summer camp things in uh, my classroom, which I now teach grades six, seven, um, in Halton. I could go on and on, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's awesome. I really love how you said that, that you woke up during the summer and went to sleep during the break. I think that you would not be alone in that statement there. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so my friends, today on the Because of Summer Camp show, we're going to be talking with Plinko about community and the value of community. So uh, Array, do you want to share with everyone what your kind of thoughts on community and that value of it would be? Absolutely. Um, I think a big value in community is a sense of belonging. I think that uh, just having a community in general allows for people to become a part of something and just feel like they are such. Uh, I think that really uh, an important part of the community is that there is a sense of responsibility or they almost become accountable 
for actions, if that makes sense. Uh, and I think that helps people be motivated and contribute to uh, each other. Absolutely. And I think that one of the coolest things for me about communities is that they exist in every form, on, on a micro level, so in, in a house with a family or in, in a classroom, and they expand from there. You can say a classroom to a school, a school to a school board or even a neighborhood, neighborhood to a country, country to the world, universe, if, if you will. But And then with the, each of those communities, you have almost a uh, explicit obligation to those communities and uh, the responsibility to help each of those progress and you do that with your skills and your opinions and your knowledge and all of your actions uh, you have that obligation to help better the community around you and that's I think what I noticed at camp was that I always felt that my obligation to give back to a place that I saw that was so great and that, that especially grew on me as a uh, as a staff member, but uh, you could feel that for, right from being a camper upwards. Absolutely. I think that's why we go back year after year. That's why I think about it, <laughs> think about camp, you know, and sleep during the school year because that's where my brain really is. <laughs> Plinko, what does camp, uh, sorry, what does community mean uh, personally to you? Um, I think that community is a lot about uh, safety. Um, so particularly speaking about emotional safety. Um, I think that if people feel comfortable and safe and welcomed and all the things that you folks mentioned, like uh, then people are willing to put themselves out there and make mistakes uh, and learn from mistakes. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a lot about respect and safety and that kind of stuff. I think that a really good point is the learning aspect. People are willing to make mistakes and put themselves out there. I think that makes a lot of sense because that's how you really learn is by you know trying and using your creative power to to try something new, try something different, solve a problem that you didn't think you could solve. That's really exactly. awesome. Exactly. Yep. <coughs> and get messy. <laughs> I love this puzzle. <laughs> I was I was waiting for one of you to say it. I, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Plinko, I'd like to know how you saw in your time at camp, and, and you continue to go back to camp. I mean, we see you at Alumni Weekend uh, at Cairn, where Ray and I are both, uh, where we both hail from, and yep. you're still very much involved in the camp world uh, today. But when, especially when you were there on staff, how do you see the value of community and the, and the notion of community being taught at camp? Um, I think that, well. I'm pretty biased when it comes to our camp. I think we were really good at teaching community. I think that we had um, directors who knew what they were doing when it came to making sure people felt welcomed and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I think that community is taught uh, implicitly and explicitly at camp. There were certain times where we had to like consciously make an effort like this is about building respect and this is about um, making people feel welcome to come to camp um, and stuff like that. So things from living together, I mean when you take 50 or 60, 16 to 25 year olds, I mean just that alone is a community. Um, you learn how to 
fight with each other and make up with each other and um, meet people who are in your different age groups because when you're growing up as a kid, you are streamed to hang out with people your own age. Um, and at camp, you get to hang out with people who are a couple years younger than you and older than you, and you just sort of seem to work out through um, actually just being physically at camp and living together. Um, I think a big part of it is learning how to take care of other people. Um, I can't specifically, obviously, we're taking care of kids, but I mean, there is a notion of taking care of your friends um, and your camp family. Um, there's a whole piece about when I was at camp, there was no internet <laughs> as the way that you guys have it today, um, or cell phones. Uh, I, I can't even remember if we even had computers at camp. I mean, we did, but certainly not in the same, like, Eskis, you were social media that was not even on the radar. Um, so the fact that it was, you know, we had to build our own fun and, um, you know, sort of create from the grassroots, you know, hanging out together and that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys still do uh, True Colors at camp or some kind of personality thing. Um, but that was one of those like explicit things. Like you are going to have to work with other people who aren't like you, um, and you know, not basing every single thing off of true colors, but um, knowing who you are, and then applying that on how how you work with other people and get along with other people. Um, I don't know. I found that to be a huge thing when I, you know, went to teachers college and now work at a school. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think today? I, <laughs> I think that uh, we had. I think that true colors, as approached as you mentioned it, is the best way to do it. Is it not necessarily saying this is who I am, therefore I can't think outside of this box, and that's what I am, therefore I'm defined as this as a finite thing. I think that true colors really, uh, if done intentionally, is is a huge community aspect and like really definitely builds. Uh, on people's skill sets and abilities to work with people, and it makes people have that empathy thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's re I think that's really cool that you mentioned that because that's definitely one of the big things that I think is helpful. Uh, the other thing that I think is cool is uh, you said taking care of taking care of each other in in a community. It really helps build that aspect. Um, and I think that some of the coolest things I've seen. I know that it's nobody's favorite thing to do in the world, but duties. I think that having campers and staff and everybody involved in that uh, sense of, hey, we want to keep our site in this camp uh, a nice, <laughs> clean place to live. Uh, right. I think that even something as simple as that uh, totally has some influence on how community is taught and built at camp. Absolutely. So, uh, Plinko, to, to give the, the listeners out there some context on why uh, we specifically wanted to speak uh, with Plinko, as soon as we were, when we were brainstorming our topic list about what we thought the lessons that Camp Taught in the community came up, it, it was a very knee-jerk reaction to, uh, to want to talk to Plinko about it, because from what, we've, what I saw of Plinko as a camper, um, and what we see with Plinko working with our alumni association at camp, um, you, she is a very community-focused person, and she brings that into her teaching, and, and which is especially important for uh, for us to reach that part of you uh, in this podcast. So, a couple things that I really like that you do are the the rookie teacher 
website, therookieteacher.ca, that you're a co-founder of. So that's a community of young teachers and an online community where there's resources, there's a podcast, um, lots of different links to other blogs. So it's, it's uh, an online community in that way. And then in your teaching every day, you are a big proponent of using the tribes learning communities in the classroom, which is uh, awesome as well. And before I let you expand on all that to give us some real context, uh, I want to make sure the listeners out there go and check out your website, um, and that is misdoneonline.net, is that right? Uh, .ca. .ca. Yep. And on there you can check out Plinko's uh, education philosophies, and there's links to the rookie teacher um, but you should definitely check out her educational philosophy because it is the epitome of camp in the classroom, and I love it. Thanks. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Plinko, I would love to know from you, how does um, community, and I, I, I kind of touched on a little bit of it, but how does it relate to, and the value of community relate to what you are doing today? Um, so I'm going to make a bold statement and say that... Uh, if I didn't have community, I would not be succeeding as a teacher. Um, and I'd even go as far to say that I'd be failing as a teacher. Um, because if my students don't feel comfortable in the classroom, then there's no point. Um, for all the reasons we just talked about before. So things like uh, making mistakes and being silly and um, putting yourself out there, um, being able to laugh at yourself, um, working with other people and collaborating with you know your peers on certain projects and stuff like that. If that if there was no community, those kinds of things wouldn't happen the way that um, I want them to happen as a teacher. Um, so yeah, I guess. I think that I have to foster that kind of environment, otherwise um, no learning would really happen. Or no rich learning would really happen. That's great. Safe safe space is the best place to learn. And I, I love that, that you, you have to feel comfortable where you are before the learning can happen. And I think that, that time uh, spent doing those get-to-know-you games and those uh, appreciating diversity moments are... are Absolutely essential, and I, I would, um, I would say more important than the learning because if you don't, if you don't do that first, then there's, then kids aren't going to take those chances. They're not going to feel comfortable doing that because they're going to be worried about their self-esteem first. Yeah, and the other thing as a teacher is like, we have kids in this class all day and in the school all day, um, but there's a really huge uh, element of families and their involvement in the school, which is not a new concept from summer camp, but it's different. It's more like families would come and drop their kids off and then leave. Um, so we didn't really get to see a whole lot of how that interaction happens. Um, but at school, it's a lot different. And there's a lot more family involvement, a lot more parent-guardian contact. Um, and I really feel, truly believe that if I open myself up, like, listen, I'm an open book, come in, ask me anything, um, then it takes a lot of pressure off the parents, too. And not just the piece about leaving their kids at school and feeling safe, although that is important, but more like I can always have open communication with my kid's teacher because um, they care about their kids. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Absolutely. That, that makes the community expand outside of the classroom, even. 
yes. and to the whole school and potentially the community. So why, why do we think that, uh, I'm going to ask you guys both this, uh, why do we think that community is so important for the uh, real world or the, the not camp world? Because we talked a little, bit, a, a little bit earlier about why it's important in the camp world, but now I'm going to extend it a little bit further and say, why, why are we so uh, set on this whole community thing? Awesome. Well, I'd like to jump in just because I, I love what you said there, Plinko, about um, how the families are being more integrated into the, the kids' learning process at school, and I think that's a great, um, a great concept of, of how, our, how communities are, to me, I think it goes synonymous with the word support network, the words support network, and um, the, the people in your life who have your back. And no, seeing that uh, those worlds are interconnected is even more empowering for mm-hmm. uh, for those people. So in the, in the real world and in every place, including summer camp, and I think it's important. It's definitely important that we include summer camp in this. Is if people realize that they had this vast network of support around them and that they were a part of so many of these communities. I talked about micro and macro communities and how they're literally all around us. I think people would feel safer. Um, if people started to recognize that, and how many people uh, would, uh, how many people really do have your back in that way? And when we get to the the tangible takeaway section of the show, uh, I'm I, I'm going to challenge our listeners out there to help recognize that, so we can understand the amount of people that we have that are there to protect us and keep us safe and be guardians of our self-esteem, if you will. Awesome. What do you think, Plinko? Um, I think that it's about uh, community in the real world is about building relationships um, and maintaining relationships. Um, I think that if if you set up a community really well, um, not only will people thrive within it, but that they'll want to continue to keep coming back. Um, and that speaks to my love of summer camp, I guess, um, is that I knew that was a safe spot for me, and I knew that I was, you know, people have my back and all that kind of stuff, and that I was able to give something to camp as well. Um, and it's why I feel so passionate about summer camp, and, um, you know, it's why I'm involved as an alumni, um, and why I give my time to sit at, on the board um, of Glenmore and Karen. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's about relationships ultimately. Um, if that's succeeding, then people are going to want to keep coming back. Absolutely. I think I think a big part of it has to do with, I think the feeling of safety comes from people understanding and intentionally acting. They understand better how their actions influence other people. So I think that's a lot about what community is, is that people are coming, uh, feel that they are part of a greater a thing that's bigger than themselves, and they understand that their actions will ripple out and potentially affect uh the, well, the rest of their community. And I think that that's why people feel safe and all these things that were mentioned earlier. I think that's where a lot of it comes from, is people acting more intentionally. So if in the real world everybody learned this lesson from camp, like the lesson of being part of a community, I think that people would act with more intention. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's awesome. Does anyone have any more thoughts on community, whether it being at camp um, or... More, more, the more importance of community outside of camp, or the, how it's connected in and out of camp. I just want to add one more thing about um, 
in and outside of camp and um, the lessons sort of that come from it. Um, I know I said really quickly earlier about you know dealing with conflict and if you have a fight you push through it um, and I think that is a is a huge piece we can take away is that um, everyone has a story and you know you have to really look deeper and you have to actually spend the time with people to get to know who they really are um, and make a conscious effort like you like you both said to to maintain a relationship with the people that are around you I think that's a huge huge piece and uh, Array, I'm thinking back to your first tangible takeaway that we had when Zoic was on the show and how you said um, that it's important not just to say hey let's go hang out and have a coffee it's hey let's go hang out okay when um, yeah. <laughs> and let, let's make that specific time for it so for those of you out there who haven't looked into Array's tangible takeaway yet this is your, your helpful <laughs> reminder <laughs> for, uh, for that because I, I, think, I think that's huge and I think appreciating the communities around us is uh, so important as well and, and realizing how much a, a place or a group of people or um, an institution as a whole has done for you is uh, is really important because it will not only give you that reassurance that, that those people are there for you but it will help the community progress if you appreciate it because when you appreciate people they are made conscious of the amount, the work that they've done for you, and therefore want to do it more for you and for other people, and then your community grows and your support network grows and becomes even stronger that way. Awesome. And uh, the the last little part about camp and not camp, and it's it's funny to me how my camp and not camp life has truly merged. I mean, my my best friends in the whole wide world are camp people. And they're, they're the people who I did LIT with and who I am and have been on staff with. And the really cool thing about that, uh, we talked earlier about how age often becomes a non-factor when, when it comes to your community too. And I think that's, camp was the first place that really broke that stereotype of you could only be, for, like your peer group meant your age group. Right. Um, and, and at camp that is completely broken down and your peer group are the people in your community and age isn't a factor. I mean, um, we're going to be having uh, Paul Blocks Denier on the show uh, in a couple episodes and Paul was my counselor when I was a 15-year-old camper and now he is one of my nearest and dearest friends. And not to say that we, the, we weren't buddies when he was my counselor, but I mean, I worked on staff with him shared a room with him on staff and I mean um, one of my best friends is many years older older than me and that's and you don't even think of age as a, a concept where you need to be there's no hierarchy in that way in age totally awesome okay my friends are we ready for our tangible takeaways I'm good <laughs> All right, so uh, for those of you tuning in for the first time, I, I've said the words tangible takeaways a couple of times, so to fill you in if you're behind, uh, the tangible takeaway portion of our show is a challenge for you listeners or viewers out there where you can interact with the topic that we are all um, chatting about. So today we're going to be doing a tangible takeaway around community and finding the value of community. So between this podcast and the next one, and you'll have about a week or two weeks in between them, we're going to give you a small achievable challenge for you to uh, find out the value of community or interact with the communities in your life. 
So, Ray, would you like to take us away with your tangible takeaway? Uh, sure. Uh, so, um, this week, what I want you to think about or want you to reflect on is I want you to think about what community means to you. I spent a little bit of time, or a decent amount of time, looking for a TED Talk or looking for a YouTube video or some form of media that uh, would share my views on community. And I realized, like, I was trying to find a, a speaker to talk about the importance of community, but I couldn't necessarily find just one, or one that would articulate it the way that I think I see the full value of community. So my challenge for you is to go and try to find some forms of media, send them out to us, and hopefully uh, help us figure out <laughs> what we're missing here. So what? What uh, what were the videos that I missed, I guess, really, or the TED Talks that I missed? Because I found a couple by Seth Godin and a couple other people, but I think that there's a little bit more uh, out there. So I challenge you to find something that works for you and articulates your value of community. That's great. And, and as always, we want you folks to share those tangible take or what you've done with the tangible takeaways on the blog, and you can find that at camphacker.tv. And there'll be links all over the place for you to be able to share your thoughts uh, on those tangible takeaways. Uh, so, Plinko, would you like to share yours? Sure. Um, my tangible takeaway, just to say it one more time, yeah. uh, is to create a positive culture um, in your workplace and specifically praising other people um, and telling them how awesome they are and why. Um, and I remember from camp um, seeing a speaker, Michael Brandwine, speak. And one time he talked about uh, DLP, so describe, label, and then praise. Um, so it's not just, hey, you're awesome, high five. It's, you know, you did this really great thing by... Um, sharing your report card comments with me and that really helps me out and um, I really really want to thank you for that and by the way they're really awesome and so are you. Um, so putting an actual label on on why and making sure that we take time because I think a lot of the time we look for things that could be better when sometimes we don't really recognize what's already good um, and making sure that we take time to appreciate that in other people. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> so my tangible takeaway for the listeners is to uh, indulge in one of my favorite exercises and take a whiteboard marker to a whiteboard. Um, it's the, the way I think best, at least. And I'd like you to create a community mind map or a, a support network, I think we'll call it. And to really, I, I talked a lot about realizing the people you have around you and the communities that you've uh, been a part of, even in a very small way. So start small. Start at the, the little individual places that make sense to you. Maybe it's your um, university class. Maybe it's your camp friends. Maybe it's your, uh, your household, something big or small, and expand from there. And look at the different sizes of them, and you can write specific people if you want. Uh, and reflect on each of those communities and how they've really helped you and write those down. And I, I'm gonna, uh, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna polish off the one that I started and you can find, uh, you'll be able to find that on the Camp Hacker blog. And um, I think it's just really important to do that because you, I, I guarantee that you've been blessed by the presence and the communities around you. And I think it's important that we take a second to recognize that. And, and hey, if you want to go and try and appreciate every single person in that <laughs> community, then you go for it. I believe in you.
<laughs> okay, well, thank you uh, so much, Plinko, for being with us. It's, it's been a really great discussion. Yeah, this is great. Good show, guys. Thank you. Would you like to plug any of your networks that we haven't already, or plug again? Yeah. So we can find you? Um... I don't know, you said them all, I guess, one more time, though. Uh, the rookieteacher.ca um, is a place for new teachers or newer teachers um, to join in on some discussions. Uh, there's a couple podcasts available there as well. Um, you can look at my class website, which is missedonline.ca. Um, and if you have any questions about teaching or you're thinking about education or um, you want to talk about summer camp, I am an avid Twitter user, so you can find me at Yo Miss Dunn, which is at the bottom uh, here, <laughs> somewhere down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'd be happy to you know, engage in a conversation about camp and or education. Beauty. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming again, and thanks, Iskis, for being available today as well. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it as much as I did. And thanks again for the wonderful podcast. Thanks for the evening, friends. I'll see you next time. The Because of Summer Camp podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultant. Thanks for listening. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.